0: In the building, my life been a movie. I should have filmed it nicely with the pin game. Pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product opinionated when I'm coming through smooth with it. be kicking back, you could Google it when I'm black to the booth. He the truth, just another lane lot. I'm a crown heights legend still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah. what up what up man it's the boy product you're now locked into the life of product podcast it is a rainy wednesday i think we're getting that um i believe we're getting that that weather from like that hurricane that's hitting florida's coming up here in north carolina Thank god we're states away because yo i can't live through no natural disaster b i can't do it i could do shootouts in the hood i could do block fights i could do all of that i cannot do a natural disaster first of all i am not the best swimmer in the world i gonna tell you right now um, my swimming skills is not even mid. Mid would be like an overstatement. It's bare minimum. So I can't live in a place where the weather's like that. And I actually almost moved to Florida twice, right? I was supposed to go to Orlando years ago, didn't go. I was considering going to Tampa. Uh, right when the pandemic started, I ended up going to North Carolina. Thank God I made that decision. It's <laughs> ever since that year where I was gonna make the decision, uh, three years ago to my, the second time I was still thinking about going to Florida, we had, like, it's been, like, three hurricanes, or, like, at least two. Like, yo, nah, dog, But uh, shout-out to everybody down there. I have family down there. I have friends down there. Um, I love y'all. Please be safe on, on, on the more serious note. This is episode 99. I am one episode away from the 100th. Bong, bong. Had to buzz down with the shots of fingers on y'all. Brooklyn style, baby. Um, a lot of y'all were sending me ideas and stuff like that. First of all, life been life. Let me get serious for a minute. Life been life, right? I don't like to put... A lot of personal um business out there, but um shouts out to my pops. I love my pops. My pops, God is good. Thank God, my pops is alive. My pops had a minor heart attack, uh, about three weeks ago. My pops had a minor heart attack three weeks ago, and he is still here. He is still alive. That is amazing. Um, and he's in, he's recovering now. He will be home soon. God is good, man. Love that dude, man. I, I don't want to see that happen to him, especially right now. Uh, last Saturday, dog. Look, yo, whew, life been life and be, uh. uh Last Saturday, um, I was on the way to pick my son up from work or whatever. He gets off work around. Hey, a certain time. pretty late at night. Um, so I'm going to pick him up. Um, the city that I live in, they do a lot of uh, racing on the weekends. This is my second time living in the city. Um, it's disgusting, and it needs to stop. Like, somebody needs to step in and really stop it because they were doing it years ago. I left, went back to Brooklyn, came back. They're still doing it. There's accidents every weekend. I was at an intersection, a really big intersection, right? And I actually got hit. Years ago, one light down from that intersection, I got rear-ended sitting at a light. This is how dangerous that little area is, right? So I'm approaching the red light. Light turns green. There's a big SUV right next to me, so I can't really see what's going on next to me. So as I'm approaching to go through the light, I hit my brake because a motorcycle goes through it. Now, mind you, his light has been red for a good amount of seconds. Blows to it. I'm like, okay, bet. As I proceed to go through it again, As I get past the SUV, the SUV stops slams on his brakes, and then there's a red Lexus coming right at my driver's side door. I had to slam on the gas, curve around it, and he turned in. Thank God he just missed me. He just missed me by a few inches. So, yeah. (laughs) Yo, life and life and boy. God is good, man, because the things that could have happened didn't happen. It didn't transpire, and I'm still here. We still here. Episode 99, man. I've got some things I want to talk about. First of all, um... Yo, <laughs> listen, shouts out to P.E. She's always sending me videos on um, on, on Instagram, and I'm, I'm glad that we're still friends after all these years. Her, our friendship is amazing. She sent me a video of Dennis Rodman getting a tattoo on his butt cheek. Yo, listen. <laughs> you can send me anything you want, yo. Keep sending me the life motivational videos. I don't want to see Dennis, Rod- Dennis Rodman's butt cheek with his girlfriend's face on. It. I don't want to see that, man. It, yo, listen, man, I got so many questions, and I honestly don't want the answer... To those questions, because it's kind of nah. Throw the X up, park the plane, bong bong, baby, gate twelve. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, um, life been lifeing, man. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about sports. Oh man, a lot of y'all hit me up about the uh, last uh, episode that I did when I was talking about the Spence and the Crawford fight. I appreciate y'all. I'm actually gonna bring more sports talk. You're not gonna get like a lot of sports talk about football and basketball. Um, I love football and basketball, but but boxing and MMA really is my thing, and I have a passion for it. Yo. First of all, I've been reading that Clarissa Shields wants to fight Keith Thurman. (laughs) Clarissa, come to the congregation, baby girl. I got a lot of love for you. Clarissa Shields is very talented because not only was she boxing, I believe she did MMA. and She's great. She's really, really good. I I see Clarissa Shields' career. Y'all could disagree with me. But if she stays on the path she's going, I could see Clarissa Shields going. I don't know what her record is, right? But I could see her going as far as Layla Ali. Now, Layla Ali, to my knowledge, retired um, with zero losses, I believe. Like, no knockouts. I don't know if there was any decisions, but I believe there were zero knockouts. I could see Clarissa shows going that far and putting herself up in that top tier of fighters. Not just female fighters, but fighters in general. But I've been seeing that, you know, there's been talks of her, she wants to fight Keith Thurman. How did Keith Thurman name get thrown in this mix? I don't know. <laughs> hey, yo, damn. Hey, yo, it's your boy one time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right, I don't from everything going on with the weird, you know, um, genderly crossover things where um, um, transsexuals, and I'm saying this respectfully, transsexual women, which are actually men, have been participating in sports, right? Let's touch that first. I don't agree with that. The problem is with a lot of y'all men, a lot of y'all men always want to take everything from women. Y'all men always want to take everything from women. Y'all can't let these women have sports. Y'all can't. I'm sorry. Like, there was a, there was a dude that was a racer, um, and he had a very horrible record in the men's division, but was able to cross over into the women's division and was doing very well. Fam, stop. You should be ashamed of yourself, brother. And I'm saying that respectfully. I'm I'm not, I don't, I'm not, see me, I'm the type of person, I don't disrespect a whole community of people for any type of biasness. Love who you love, do what you do. But there's a level of BS that comes with a lot of stuff. You understand what I'm saying there is? So I, I was hearing that the Olympics had to rewrite some stuff that prevented, I believe, transgender women, which are men, from participating in women's sports, but a transgender man, which was a woman, I can't make this up, is able or was able or will be able to participate in men's sports. Y'all are doing too much. Y'all are doing too much. Y'all are doing too much. That is is (laughs) kind of like eight levels of awkward for me, but I get it. I understand it, but at a certain point, y'all dudes need to stop taking from these women. Let these women have what they have, because it is very selfish to keep trying to take, take, take from them and not give back their just due, not give them the credit that they deserve, not pay them what they deserve, not just give them the, the, any, whatever that they garnish from there, y'all yeah, take it from me, it. it's not cool, I got a problem with that, and I got, and I don't, I don't care who get mad about that, I don't care, like, I really don't, at the end of the day, you got a problem, come see me, it is what it is, brother, boom, Clarissa Shields wants to fight Keith Thurman. I don't. I. I personally don't want to see a, a, a gender crossed over match between a man and a woman. And 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 I don't. I don't support violence on females. First of all, Yeah, she can handle herself. But if and I'm seeing. I'm reading that Keith Thurman accepted it. Look, Keith Thurman isn't he from Florida? He's from Florida, right? Is he? I believe he's from Florida. Y'all should have looked this up for me before we came. here. I believe Keith Thurman is from Florida. Now, if he is from Florida, I could be wrong, and I'm sorry, but if Keith Thurman is from Florida. It explains why he accepted the match. (laughs) Yo, no disrespect to Keith Thurman. I think Keith I think Keith Thurman is very underrated, first of all. And I'm gonna get into that. Keith Thurman is very underrated. Like you, you don't nobody throws this dude's name in any conversations of who's great or who who's good. Like you never you hear Errol Spence, you hear Terrence Crawford, um, you hear the new guys, Devin Haney, you hear Shakur Stevenson. You know, or Stevens, you hear you hear the Charlo brothers, which are good. The Charlo Brothers is great. Um, you hear Ryan Garcia, you hear Tank Davis. You never hear anybody talk about Keith Thurman. Nobody ever mentions this dude. Clarissa Shields wants to fight Keith Thurman. I was reading a quote and I don't know if she really said this, because y'all lie a lot on the internet. And the coach quotes, quotes from her said XYZ then that part, and she says he's really not that good. Um, nah, chill, chill, Clarissa shows. I got a lot of love for you, I love watching you fight. Keith Thurman is 30 and one, and I believe that only loss that he got was from Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao was the only person that beat Keith Thurman. Nick Pacquiao, I mean, this is Pacquiao. Not too many people survived Pacquiao. Uh, uh Floyd Mayweather, there's what a handful of people that have survived Pacquiao. Keith Thurman is 30 and one, and if Keith Thurman did accept that fight, and that fight does happen, it's a lose-lose for him. First of all, if he loses that fight, which is actually a possibility, let's keep it real, there's a possibility he can't lose the fight because Clarissa can fight. This woman from MMA to boxing, she got hands. Clarissa got hands. Clarissa looked like one of those girls from the block that grew up fighting boys, right? And I mean that respectfully because I think she's cute, but I think she grew up fighting boys. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no smoke with her. I I, wouldn't want want no smoke with Clarissa. You know what I'm saying? If he loses, it's going to be a bad look on him a very bad look on him. If he takes the fight and wins and really beats her bad, it's going to be a bad look on him. If he takes the fight and it's a draw, it's going to be a bad look for him. If he takes the fight and he wins by decision and she took him the distance, it's going to be a bad look for him. So I really hope if he does take this fight, it's a big bag. I hope the bag is worth it, brother. I really do, because, oh, status-wise, nah, man. But you know, some bad publicity can be good publicity. Maybe it's going to put Keith Thurman back into the talks and get him back in the ring. I don't know if he's retired. I don't know if he's just taking a a chill. I don't know. G is the boy, Product Life of Product Podcast. We will be right back with the second part of the show. It is episode 99. We are one episode from 100. Stay tuned. Gia, yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcasts This is episode 99. Shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers. The YouTube page is li- uh, YouTube.com slash Life of Product Podcast. The old page is YouTube.com slash Product TV. That is P-R-O-D-U-K TV. If you want to watch the old music videos, if you want to watch the old episodes, the beginner episodes of the show, everything is on there. Or you can check it out on streaming. I am on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn, um, A bunch of other ones I never heard of like that is <laughs> up there. All you got to do, just go to Google. What up? Pick your poison, baby. That's what we talk about. Today's episode 99. I am very, very excited to be one episode away from episode 99. I actually uh, plan on turning this up a notch on y'all. I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. I'm not going to tell y'all yet what I'm going to do, but I plan on turning this up a notch. Y'all about to see a whole new vibe coming from the show. Whole new vibe coming from the show. This is episode 99. Episode 99 is titled... Have you finished writing your story yet? And I ask people this all the time, and not everybody can answer it. Most of the people say no. My answer is no, because it's not finished yet. You know, a story, your life is like a book. It's a novel, right? So, you know, I, I, I believe all wholeheartedly in God. God is the creator. He gives us the free will and the ability to be the author of our own story, of our own life story. A story has a beginning. A story has an end, and a, a, a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? Now, not everybody's story is going to start peachy and cream. Some of y'all stories, many of our life stories started like a nightmare. It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm keeping it funky with y'all. Um, My story started, I told y'all I started in Brooklyn. I, I grew up, where I come from in Brooklyn, it's not meant for a lot of people to make it. You can get to a point where you can work really, really hard and somewhat be comfortable. But no, no I don't believe a lot of people where I come from in Brooklyn are 100% comfortable. Your household can be comfortable by the race of God. But once you leave out that house, it's uncomfortability from the time you leave. You got to move your car to the south parking. Or you got to take the bus work. You got to take the train work. There's people fighting. People scamming. You can't swipe your car here. All kind of stuff going on. Trains might be delayed. You can have a peaceful household, but ain't no peace going to be outside of it. So I grew up in a one-bedroom apartment. Where I come from, it's not really meant for a lot of people to make it. Now, some do make it. My idea of making it might be different from his idea or her idea of making it. It might be different from yours. Um, what is your idea of making it? I want y'all, some of y'all to email me, hit my DMs, because a lot of y'all like to you know, really engage with some of the stuff that I'm talking about. I want y'all to do that. But what is your idea of making it? So like I said, my idea might be different from yours. It's not designed for a lot of people to make it. If you are from Brooklyn and bought a gray cigar, so you get a city job, you got a really good job, um, you got a pension, you got a 401k, that is great where I come from. That is great to be able to have that. I know a lot of people from Brooklyn that hit the retirement age or got close to retiring, took, or took an early retirement, took their money, and they moved out, out of state. A lot of y'all go to Florida. <laughs> I got a lot of friends from Brooklyn to Florida. Uh, between from Virginia to Florida is where we all go. And yes, we do complain when we get there because y'all be operating it wrong. And I said that. I don't care what you say. So, look, just get used to it. We are coming to your cities in waves, and we are bringing our disgruntledness and our complaints that so you have no choice but to accept it. That is what we do. That's how we rock, baby. We still let. So, a lot of people, the idea of making it is different. So, where I come from, it is not designed for you to make it. My story, growing up in Brooklyn, growing up in a one bedroom apartment, Crown Heights is rough. There were shootouts, fights. I would leave out my housing, my building, get into a fight. It, it, it is rough, but your story doesn't have to stay rough. It don't got to stay rough. Like, you, or you, if you are born in the mud in a trench, are you going to just sit there and just get rained on every day as if you get to a certain point in life, a certain age? Nah. You know, and there's ways. There are ways to configure your story. A lot of people don't want to go that route. This education. I think education, honestly, is one of the best routes to take to get where you want to be to kind of fuel your story and write it. But a lot, a lot of people don't have it in them to sit at a class. Now you can sit at a computer. A lot of people don't have it in them to sit at a, a, a computer. One of the, my, my drawbacks in college was algebra. It, it was it was my biggest challenge. I think the concept of adding letters and numbers is stupid. I've never used algebra in my life except for in that classroom setting. I'm not a rocket scientist, nor do I wanna be, so I don't really know what else it would take. And the funny thing, is, I hate when people that's good at it, be like, oh, it's easy, or they be like, oh, you can apply it to life. How, show me. I've, I've asked three people, that told me that that it could be applied to life to show me and they couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you show me now, I'll buy you dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'll cash up you because I really want to know. I I genuinely want to know how to do that. But education is a great way to fuel your story and write your story. You have to be disciplined in writing your story. Our stories can have holes in it, it can have patches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I tell people all the time it's really good when you can sit back and you can like stack up your W's, stack up your wins. And I tell people this all the time because the best thing about a win is it boosts your confidence. A win can boost your confidence depending on what you did to get that win. It could add to your your good karma. Good karma is a really, really big thing that we don't talk about. We, you know, we, we people tell little lies every day. and can set you back. We've all done that. Um, they can do little things to um, disperse what other people are doing, and they do that due to personal issues or anger issues or pretty much hating, and you can set yourself back. That is an L right there. You might think you won, but you didn't get a W. You got an L right there. You don't want these little chapters flooding your story. A book can only be but so big. Your novel can only be but so big. If a per- let me tell you let me ask this to the people that have finished writing their life story, right? Or they're just about to be done. If a person sat down right now and they read your life story, they read your novel with no biasness in it, no, no edits, everything completely in there. If they got to sit down and read it right now, how do you think they will look at you? How do you think they would be satisfied? Do you think they will praise you? Do you think they will look at you different? A lot of them, a lot of y'all, some of the, the 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 chapters in y'all life story will have people looking at you different. Like, wow, they did that? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Listen, man. I got honestly saying my life story has parts of it that will have people like, oh, well, wow. But it's not fully bad. It's actually pretty lit. I got some lit chapters in my life, baby. You know, I might teach you something. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tooting my own horn, but- I got this model where I say, if I can't look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day, I'm not doing right. I'm, I've messed up. And, and this is what I try to tell my sons. I tell my sons this. You have to, at the end of the day, you got to look at yourself in the mirror. If you can't look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and be happy about what you've done and how you carried yourself, you have messed up, you have failed. I don't want those chapters in my life. I want, I want my life story to be filled with um, progression, I want my life story to be filled with uh, creativity and I wanna help people. Now I'm not helping all of y'all, I'm keeping it real with you. I try to help people as much as I can, but as you become older, when it comes to help, the best thing to do is be selective. Because, and this is me being 100% honest, the more you help people, the less you help yourself. The more you help people, the less you help yourself. You will find yourself at a point where your phone is buzzing all day. It's ringing all day. Your text message is going off all day. Your notifications is going off all day. When it comes to social media notifications, I turn my notifications off. Because you y'all, I don't like some of y'all. <laughs> I don't like some of y'all. Leave me alone. The, the, the people I talk to on a daily basis constantly, I genuinely love y'all. But the rest of y'all that just be hitting me XYZ, first of all, everybody, a lot of people that jump in my DMs, it ain't genuine. Y'all want money out of me. Y'all trying to get money out of me for this or you trying to consume my time or you just aggravating me, you know what I'm saying? I get aggravated really quick. So, the more you help people, it can genuinely, not only, not only will it take away from you, but it'll take away from your home life, it'll take away from your family, you know what I'm saying? And and yo, that can happen. Um, I shut that down real quick, like, real quick. I don't care what you need, if it's gonna take away from me helping those close to me, you are not gonna hear from me, you might get a text or a call back a week later. It, it just is what it is. Then, I'm the type of person, if it's not fully in my power, if depending on who that person is, I'm not gonna go above and beyond to make it a part of my power. I will help anybody, but if it's not in my power to do it or if it's gonna cost me more to do it <clears throat> or XYZ, I'm not doing it. And that takes a very high level of maturity. Don't ever be one of those people. No, I'm not I'm not saying don't help people, but don't be one of those people who stretches themselves thin for everybody else. That part of your book will take your It'll take the height of your book all the way down here, and it'll take your life down. Now you gotta dig all the way back up. I don't want to be like that. I'm not gonna be like that. I see a lot of people do that, and you, on average, whatever you gave those people, you won't get that back. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you could you could disagree with me, <laughs> you won't get it back. You won't. Not from all of them. If you if you if you go above and beyond and help ten people, you maybe three people, maybe three people, you'll get that back. How many how many times like say if you was interested in a person and you got at that person, you was nice to that person, they, they barely text you back or call back, then they hit your phone randomly. Hey, and they, and they BS you for a minute or two, then they ask you for something, they ask you for some money. How many times did that that happened to y'all? That's happened to me a couple of times. And I always say, no, it's not happening. It, it's, it's not happening. I think like like a year ago, uh, um, I had got a random cash app request um, from a shorty I talked to a while back. I declined it so fast. <laughs> You I that to come fast. Uh-uh. Go ask whoever you're talking to now. Nah, leave me alone. G, is the boy Product Life of Product Podcast. It's the boy Product Life of product, like product Podcast. This is episode 99. Have you finished writing your story yet? We will be right back with the third part of the show. G, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the life of Product Podcast. This is episode uh, 99. One episode, man. We are one episode away from a hundred, man. Like I'm, I'm not even. I'm on like a high right now because I didn't expect people to really, really rock with the show the way that they're rocking with the show, man. And y'all, y'all been rocking with the show from day one. Not gonna lie, it was kind of slow in the beginning. It was a little slow, but you know what, we made, it, we made it. You know, and that's that's all that matters. And I didn't say I made it. I said we made it because the more y'all talk to me, and a lot of y'all hit me behind the scenes, but y'all engage with me, and it really shows me that. You guys are really locked in with me. The way y'all, y'all are in tune with me, I appreciate it on every level. It's episode 99. Episode 99 is titled, <laughs> I haven't finished writing your story yet. Um, Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle said it best. He said, it's a marathon. And I was watching him talk on an interview, you know, not too long before he died. And he said he went through every emotion. They asked him what his secret was to it. He said there was no secret. He just never gave up. He went through every emotion. I am literally... Within the last couple of years, went through every emotion, every emotion with like like anything that you feel like you went through. I went through it. <laughs> everything from um love and it fell, and everything from financial, everything to a career change, everything from to anger and ready to pull up on somebody. Pretty much, almost did pull up on somebody, but the person didn't come outside. Um, I didn't want to be disrespectful to his mother, Craig. He loved with his moms or whatever, and I'm not I'm not saying that to be funny, but no disrespect to that dude's mother because I met his mother before. I, would, I never dis- disrespect nobody's mother, but if he would have came out, it, it wouldn't even last that long. It would have been bad for him. But I went through every emotion, and I started... A, a lot of people did things to me, you know what I'm saying? And disrespected me, um, life stuff, and I started feeling like everybody was against me is how I started feeling. And that was... I didn't, I didn't want my life story to be filled with anger and disgruntledness. Towards the world or towards everybody, and like you you have to recognize it, and that's the thing if if you don't recognize that darkness that's settling um into you into your life, it's gonna settle into your attitude, your work ethic, your sleep pattern um the way you your day to day activities the way that you deal with family, you might wake up in pain every day, body hurting that's because that darkness is settling into you and i started I started feeling it and I started recognizing it, and I started doing everything that I could do to get myself out of it. I started podcasting more. I started um, picking up the phone and just, you know contacting random friends that I haven't spoken to in a while just to let them know, "Yo, I see you, what's up. I hope, I hope you good. I hope you in good health. I hope your family is great. Um, things like that to, to I just pretty much switching it up, switching things up because I hadn't gotten into this dark hole. I was in like a cave for a while. It was, I was just in my headspace for so long, and that is a dangerous place to be. Do you want your life story to be like that? Do you want, if you flipping through your book and you start out here, the pages are white? with black writing, and as you get to page 10, every 10 pages, say your book is 100 pages, every 10 pages you're going, the paper is becoming darker. Now you can't see the ink that's written in your life story, the book for your life story. You can't read it because it's filled with darkness. Do you want to be like that? I did not, and I do not want to be like that. So I have taken the necessary steps and done everything that I can do on a personal level to not falling back into that place, to not stay in that place, to never go back into that place because it is not a great place to be at. It will hurt your health, it will. You ever see if a person dies, right? And they are like, oh man, he had a stroke. Oh, he had a heart attack. He died from this. Well, the secret ingredient that killed him was stress. That darkness killed him or her because women have heart attacks too. Women die from stress too. Nobody talks about it. Like I said in the first part of the show, y'all just be singling women out. <laughs> My bad, and I would never want to do that, but a lot of y'all people do that. A lot of y'all men do that. Women have heart attacks too, so the things that men go through, women go through it as well, and vice versa. I do not ever want to be like that. That middle part of your story that you are writing for yourself is very detrimental to the rest of your book. It don't matter how your life started. A lot of people become millionaires. You ever read stories of people that became successful, but they came from the dirt? They started with nothing. They got it from the ground up. How you started, it doesn't matter. And I told y'all before your life changes every 10 years. So at 10 years old is when a certain level of uh, consciousness kind of starts to kick in, right? You start to be aware of your surroundings. You start you start realizing I I don't know about y'all, but at 10 years old, I started realizing who my ops was gonna be in life. You know what I'm saying? I started realizing that teachers lie a lot and they really don't care. They just there for a paycheck. And a lot of them are a lot, not all of y'all, because I know some great teachers. I know my cousin is a very dope teacher. Um, one of my good friends who passed away, her daughter's a teacher. Her daughter loves her students like they are her own kids. But not all teachers are like that. Some of y'all just became teachers to get the sum off. <laughs> if I became a teacher, I probably would have did it to get the sum off. I would have loved the students, but I would have wanted the sum off. I'm, look, I'm keeping it a hundo with y'all. Keeping it a buck. But do you want to be like this? Like, no, that middle part is very detrimental. It is detrimental. A lot of people that started out from the dirt or whatever, they were able to get themselves out. Every 10 years, your life changes. At 10 years old, you start realizing these things. Now you're 20 years old. You couldn't go get a job at 10 years old. 20 years old, you can go get a job. Two years into adulthood at 20 years old. Hopefully, you're in school. Hopefully, you got a trade. Hopefully, you're working. You're making money. You're on your own. You are taking care of your bills. Um, You are keeping your credit right because these companies target us soon as we turn 18, we start getting letters from credit card companies, all these different places, in hopes to mess your credit up, to put you in a hole, to get you to pay these high APRs. So at 20 years old, at 30 years old, you are right in the middle of your book, because we ain't got that much time here in life. You, if you get 60 years, you are lucky. So once you hit 30, you are 50% invested into life. 50% invested into life. Now, by that time, hopefully by the grace of God, you have, if your life started down here up here by 30, you are here. Now you have to try to move somewhat flawless and not make that many mistakes. Nobody can do that. We're all going to make mistakes. But the goal, once you hit 30, the goal is not even to keep going up. The goal is to stay consistent because consistency to me is better than climbing, climbing, climbing. Now me, I personally want to keep going up. I wanted to keep going up and evolving after 30, but I'm a realist. And I realized that that linear curve can go straight, and that straight curve is a lot better than to keep on climbing up. It's actually a little easier, and it's a little safer. It's hard, but it's a little easy and a little safer, because by 30, you probably got kids. You probably got a family, probably had a marriage or a family that failed, and y'all had to work out something for the kids or whatever. So what becomes harder? It becomes harder. The average man might be on, by 30, he's on child support. Um, By 30, he might be on his second family. I don't know. By 30, he might have had a business, and it failed, and he might have to start over. He or she... You know what I'm saying? He or she, it could happen. I've, I've known women that have been in that same position or whatever, which is wild. <laughs> it's wild, brother, but it happens. But you want to kind of, once you, your life, you know, your life story, you want to be able to keep that consistency going. Now, that consistency is not hard, man. There's a lot of things, yo, that's going to come in your way to throw you off. You, you might have um, uh, religious issues where you are feeling... Um, you don't know which way to go. You might have questions of, of on religion and things like that. A lot of people I've seen a lot of people have, um, you know, in a church, and by a certain point, they kind of like veer away from it because they have issues with stuff like that. My issues have never been with God; it's been always with the people that are the messages and the people that sit in church. Because a lot of y'all be evil, y'all. <laughs> y'all done been in church. My my, old, my grandmother used to go to this church on Eastern Parkway, Go up Utica Avenue. Bang bang, you cross Eastern Parkway. To, oh, you know Eastern Parkway is very big, so you cross. Right where the Popeyes is at, cross the light, go to the median, go to the other side. The McDonald's right there, the ghetto McDonald's. I've been there for years, and I think it's still there. You bust it right, right now. There's a, there's a, 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 I forgot what it's called, but it's on the left. Very big church, very beautiful church, but I seen some wild stuff happening it. As a kid, there was a woman that used to beat her kid every Sunday, and she would yell, scream, and curse at her kids. You know, that stuff like that have made people kind of walk away from what they were raising in the religious um, side of life and they start questioning God. I think you should question humanity. You know what I'm saying? Because God gave us free will and people took that free will and ran with it in the wrong way. But how do you want your life story? Have you finished writing your life story? If you, if, I, mean, I want y'all to answer this question because a lot of y'all hit me up, right? At this point in life, what chapter are you on, on your, in your life story? Me personally, I'm right in the middle. I am right in the middle of my life story. And I am planning a very, very big ending for my life. I'm planning a very, very big ending for my life story. And I want, I, want, I want my life story to be one of the greatest novels ever written in life. I want people to read my life story as I'm an old man or when I'm going, but yo, yo, was that guy. I want, I want to be that guy. Not, not on a, a popularity level, but I want on a very man, or as far as manhood as far as my aura, as far as my energy and the mark that I leave in life, I want people to be like, yo, product was that guy. I want I want people to have nothing but good things to say about me. I want people to look at my life story and apply it to their life story. And I want y'all to go further than me. I want y'all kids to read my life story, go back and be like, yo, he did it like this. My pops knew him or my pops spoke about him. Let me apply that because that's what I'm doing If for. I'm not just doing this for me. Not at all. Because the people that just did it for them is one of the reasons why us black people are still in the position we're in. And I'm keeping it 100. Gia is the boy Product Life of Product Podcast. It's episode 99. I am filming episode 100 this coming Saturday. Not going to tell y'all who's going to be there. I'm not going to tell y'all, but y'all going to love the episode. I'm out, baby. Gia.